It's been. It's been. I, I don't know how the rest of that song goes. I don't know. All I know is that phrase, too. Oh. Yeah, it's been. I have no. I didn't even know that that was a thing. You don't know that was a thing? Is, it, is this a, this is from the Jerry Springer show song? Maybe. Or is that. Just look up It's Been May, right? Oh, okay. What? No, I think you're thinking of It's Gonna Be May. No, it's. I think I'm thinking of the Weird Al like parody of this song. Huh. Well, the only thing I can find is apparently by Wiz Khalifa, and I know it's not by Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> you sure about that? I can't. I don't, who's it by originally? I have no idea, dude. I I, I feel like it's a, the, it's some kind of weird Weird Al parody for like some other song, but we don't can't find the original song, so we're gonna assume that the Weird Al one has claimed dominance over the thing it was initially cloned off of and is now masquerading out in the streets as the real thing. Well, there's a song by Weird Al called Jerry Springer. That's probably it. Let's play it. Uh, yeah, it, it starts with, it's been one week. There we go. Yeah, but the, the original song, yeah, but, but the main thing is that it's banned and it's like sang in a certain voice. Yeah, well, well my, my point is, is if we can find the song by Weird Al, we can find out what song it's parodying. We've got the snake by the tail. And now we just yank. What song is this a parody of? I don't know. Parody of One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. Bare Naked I don't know ladies. how it became a thing, but it became a thing where people used to just take clips of people whenever they say it's been, but they replace the audio. Kind of like when they did the 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 Taylor Swift uh, the Taylor Swift goat. Oh screen. God, yeah, the goat screen. <laughs> yeah, it just became one of those things. I don't know. Who out there in meme culture is pushing this agenda? But it's an agenda that I can get behind. Mm-hmm. I, I love Weird Al Yankovic is so fucking good. What's he been doing recently? I don't know, but Weird Al Yankovic is one of those people. Like he's in the same uh, like category in my brain as Adam Savage, in that I don't think about him often, but when I do think about him, he's like a huge like tentpole of my childhood. It's always followed by, I wonder what he's doing. Yeah, now. exactly. I like, and it's always like followed up by after that. It's like, I hope he's doing well. It looks like the last time he put anything out was 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And easy. it was a parody of Hamilton done oh. in polka. Was it? Yes. That's oh. awesome. It's That's called weird. the Hamilton polka. Um, and then before that, it was like 2014. It looks like he has been less active recently, which is totally fair. Um, you know, a lot of like artists have been less active recently because they can't really yeah. go to their place of work. I mean, well, yeah, but this is still like two years ago. Yeah, yeah I mean, point. but Goldfinger put out like <laughs> a quarantine cover of uh, Superman. Really? I, I posted it on the Discord. At oh, while I back. didn't see it. Yeah, but it's just a bunch of old dudes jamming out on, <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, like a lot of people have been doing like uh, in in home recording. Twenty one pilots. Their mm. their levels of concern. That was pretty good. That was yeah. just them passing a flash drive around the song on it, and they're like working on it. I was like, "Yes, that's good." Yeah, the uh-huh. quarantine music's been been hidden different. Yeah. Oh yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, because people are getting into like really weird mindsets, which is causing them to make weird sounding shit, which I'm super about. It's like a it's a big de- deviation from the norm, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still on the track of I want to I want to figure out how my boy Weird Al's doing. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm searching around. Have you searched it word for word? How Sur- my boy Weird Al would be doing? Surprise! Like I, I feel like Weird Al's the kind of person who would make like a quarantine song. <laughs> yeah, not like a right. whole album, but like something. Mm. Uh, well, I think the thing that a lot of us don't realize is he was an artist producing mostly in the 80s and 90s. 
So yeah, it's yeah. kind of been like 20 years. Yeah, you got to know that's not his natural hair color because he he's getting up there in age. He's 60 years old. All right. Well, I just found his Twitter. Uh, oh, I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna tweet at him and see how he's doing. <laughs> how doing that weird Al Yankovic? Yeah. Did, how did, my boy been doing? <laughs> how my boy been doing? I want to make sure you're okay. But I do want to I do want to point out he did tweet two days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at the very least, we know he's still kicking. You tell well, me. Of course uh, he is. Are we yeah. gonna like start a trend of like tweet at like famous <laughs> people and just been like, how you doing? As if you're like a friend trying to catch up. They they might appreciate it. No, I, I, I wonder if. Like yeah, I think they would appreciate it. I think we should make it a reoccurring segment now that now that the whole quarantine thing's been All going right, on this for week a while. We're, we're sending it to Taylor Swift. I don't know if I should use my. I, mean, I, I can use my account unless someone, unless we want to make no, this a no, just make thing. A, just make a new Twitter account, and it's how your boy doing. <laughs> And it's just dedicated, <laughs> just like a, a comedy Twitter account yeah. of how have, how have you been? Yeah, how you been? I actually can't. Let, let, let's claim this Twitter account, and even if we don't use it, we can at least have it at the ready. All right, I sent I sent, I sent a tweet out. So you were Try to get how's my boy doing? It's it's how we doing. Like how we <laughs> is it a name? Mm. Looks like how we doing is available. Oh man, I want to ask that to the guy who played the villain in Big Fat Liar. I want to know how oh, he's doing. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. What's his name? Oh. Right? I can't. Oh, God. I, I remember I looked up his name because I explicitly remembered <laughs> you guys are talking about Big Fat Liar. Yeah. And I can't. I remember I looked up his name, but I totally forgot. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, uh, that's his name. How are you doing? Yeah. I didn't even recognize him because it's been so long. Uh, yeah. He, he's he, like, he's gone gray, so I didn't mm-hmm. even recognize yeah. him at all. Well, he definitely. Well, the blue faded finally? <laughs> um. By the way, Paul Giamatti is still going to be in things. Is uh going to be in the upcoming Jungle Cruise movie? Oh right, oh. What? Yeah. Jungle Cruise. Yes, they're making a movie after the vastly beloved and not at all hated ride Jungle Cruise at mm-hmm. Disneyland. Oh yeah. Yes. It, Why? Because yeah. it's widely beloved and not at all hated. And also, everyone knows what it is. What what the like everyone at this table? You Don sounds like you have something against Jungle Cruise. Have you ever been on Jungle Cruise? Yes, I've had a nice sit down on that cruise. It's like deeply average. It's super boring. It's okay. So Jungle Cruise, you wait forty five goddamn minutes to get on a ride, and then you sit in a boat for ten minutes while like a guide kind of like ferries you along and like points at things and makes really bad puns about. I mean, I willingly got on. It's a small world. That, that's because you're a masochist. <laughs> uh, like, Jungle Cruise isn't bad. It's just, like, it's not a ride. Look, it's the thing you do. It, it's part of the Disney... It, people who go to Disneyland a lot know it as the intermediary ride. You, you, go in, you, go, you walk up to Indiana Jones, which is right next door. You see that the line is out the door, and you know that the line goes through the entire temple. So that is at least a two-hour ride. So what you do is you get the fast pass, and then... While you're waiting for your fast pass to trigger, you just go next door and go onto the Jungle Cruise and wait there. I guess Jungle Cruise, like the line is only like 20 minutes because it's not very yeah, popular. It's all people waiting for their fast pass to click down. So it's a nice sit. I did not realize fast pass had a timer on it these yeah. days. It's like show up show up after three and you're good well, to go. It always did. Really? Yeah. Well, you get the fast pass and it tells you what time to come in because oh. it has like a queue system where like 
Mm. Yeah, it's so it knows precisely when you should be going, and it has like a whole complicated algorithm behind it. It's really cool. Yeah, mm. it's basically just to stop an entire a single run of it being entirely fast pass users. Because like while I was in middle school, you just like had a fast pass and got on the fast pass line. Well, you still have to go and get the fast pass, and the fast pass doesn't immediately let you on the ride. That's always how it's worked. Well, it's like scheduling an appointment. Yeah, if you schedule an appointment, you're not guaranteed to have an appointment available immediately. Yeah. yeah, it's but, just those like meta things about Disneyland, like yeah. the Tarzan treehouse. If your kid's being too wily, you point them one direction and you wait at the edge and they come back and they're so tired. <laughs> it makes it so easy. Do you have experience tuckering out your children? No, I was the kid. <laughs> I was the kid in a group of like 15 that one, one child care adult and one slightly older kid had to like Make yeah. keep an eye on, and they tricked you to go in to tie yourself out, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> "Sucker, sucker!" Yeah, and I always bought a giant pickle. I just kind of tie that bad boy up and put it in my pocket, and then at the end of the ride, I open back up, and it's still good because it's in a plastic bag. What the fuck? It's kind of a high risk now. I'm thinking about it because if that if that balloon of pickle juice, oh, pops, that sweet brine, well, that sweet brine pops, I'm I just, am smelly the whole day. I'm just imagining like because like people talk about like their phone falling out of their pocket while they're on the roller coaster. <laughs> I just imagine this pickle falls out of your pocket and just lands imagine, on someone. Yeah, can you dude imagine? Walking. Can you imagine getting hit in the face by a rogue pickle as you're doing something? Man, California screaming, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well, hello friends. How are you doing there? I didn't see you walk into our weird conversation. How are you doing? This is uh, Blanket Term, uh, and uh, this is the podcast called Blanket Fort. Uh, welcome. Welcome to our table. Uh, we've been kind of a bit busy moving into a new place, so sorry for the delay, but uh, we're here back with our podcast where we all sit down and we talk about random stuff. This is going to be a weird time, but uh, my name is Alan. And, oh, weird. Yeah, we're in a different table orientation. How, how are we going to do this? Are we going to go the same order? So is it going to be... We can. The same order it, would just be counterclockwise. Yeah, it would be counterclockwise. I don't know if our audience has a preference. How, how about this? Why don't we do a trial period where we do the new order? Yeah, okay. And then if people complain, <laughs> we'll go back. Okay, okay. So then you do your intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then. Also, this is uh, take two. Um, hey, well, hello, friends. My name's Alan. I'm Dawn. Oh, now you got me wanting a, wanting a do-over. <laughs> I'm Albert. I'm Brandon. How uh, you doing? All right. I need to explain the joke. Tom's directly across from me and totally not at all clockwise from me. I'm the only person who would not be the right choice to go after Alan. <laughs> You're like a cat sitting on the dinner table. You go to pass something, it swats it out of your hand. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I- I'm fine with rolling with that. Let's keep that in. Those Cryptid Corner fans are going to be pretty happy. I got... Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Our feelers came back with a really big one that I w- had never heard about before, but... Um, it's, Wait, it's, are we just jumping in then? Yeah, I feel like we Maybe should we just can. jump in. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, get on the uh, on, on the, the Jungle Cruise. Can you imagine a Jungle Cruise ride, but 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 like uh, Brandon comes with his own script that has to relate to cryptids. The Cryptid Cruise. The Cryptid Cruise. All the animatronics are just cryptids, dude. Little Mothman comes out, dude. I would totally dig that ride. Would line up like 
for real and not just do that to waste time. Um, it's a small world, but in every scene, there's a Mothman hidden in the background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. So, uh, so our feelers came back, and, and I, I've never heard about this cryptid before, and it sounds dumb and made up, but I shouldn't make fun of it, because clearly it has a conscience, and it's very anxious. It's called the squonk. The what? <laughs> sounds S-Q- like something from Rick and Morty. Yeah, right? Yeah. S-Q-U-O-N-K. The squonk. Um, and originally, I saw a picture of it, and I was like, this looks like a pig, but but not a pig. And apparently it's kind of right because it's similar to a pig. But the reason why it's so famous is because it is not a pig. It is. It looks like a Sharpay where it has like the misfitted like skin. So it has the skin. Uh, the skin rolls. Yeah. And it also has like warts and like blemishes. And if it sounds ugly already, that's because it is like famously ugly. And to go with that famously ugliness of it it is also very famously known for how much it cries because of how alone and ugly it is <laughs> that's sad that's, listen you've just given this pig depression i that's the lore and apparently people have writ, been writing about this since 1910 what? And it's supposed to live in pennsylvania <laughs> it is just the sad boy that it's goes around sad crying boy. yeah and it cries because it's so alone because no one will approach it because it's ugly why hasn't anyone adopted this thing because when you try to catch it supposedly it could its body just melts into a pool of salty tears yum i mean um Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, this it's is, like, I, I guess. Oh, God. Either it's a Rick and Morty thing and it's caught on and a bunch of people have made like websites about it, or it's an actual lore thing. Because I saw a couple different hits when I just looked up ugly cryptid that does nothing but cry because it's alone. Wait, you looked up ugly cryptid, yeah. cryptid well, that does well, nothing but Well, I saw it on my Twitter feed. Okay. And I... I was pretty sure it's, it was called the squonk, but I wanted to be sure and like it was my fact check to like, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. go from the other end. And that's squonk, squonk, squonk. Does it like, have any like properties that makes it like covetable no. or is it just sad? It's just sad. And the reason people wanted to catch it because they're like, yeah, I'm going to prove it exists. And so they put it in a net and then it just melts. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it melts when it's under extreme duress. And it's just like, wow, this is, huh. this is sad. The, the fact that this, like, lore came from, like, the U.S. Yeah, too, it's like, like Pennsylvania. How have I not heard about this? This is the, like, millennial cryptid. <laughs> Just super sad it's all super the time. Super sad and anxious. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's also an old cryptid, so it may be the millennial cryptid, but it's, like, really old. It's yeah. also not from our area, because we're, we're in the West we're Coast. In the, today, we're in the deep desert. Yeah. yeah. That's Versus, true. Like, Pennsylvania is... East Coast. And now that I yeah. think about it, like now that I think about it, when we took the cryptid, when we took the cryptid quiz, and I wonder why none of us got squonk. It might not have been on it. Yeah. I want the squonk to be on our board game. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Com- just completely sad. But it's like I, I like to imagine it's not in the board game, but it's uncapturable. <laughs> oh, it's like a Mike Wazowski. I can't believe it. I'm in a board game. <laughs> like you can encounter it, but it's only a cameo. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, like you try to catch it, and like you just the item you end up with is like. It's tears. I feel like I feel like it has to be one of one of those experience ones rather than rather than it's an actual item. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, Like yeah. like the certain character like certain certain mechanics of it only allow it to be displayed if you are if you have a certain item to record or capture it mm-hmm. on camera. 
do we just make a meme biome and the squonk <laughs> is like the final boss of it? You, I can't believe it. You came to find I me. I can't believe I, it. I'm crying tears of joy. You know what's going to happen? Even if you are able to capture the squonk in a way that's not under, doesn't put it under duress, it's eventually going to realize that even though it has someone to finally love it, it's going to realize that it doesn't deserve... It, it's going to like have this weird d- depression era oh, no. logic loop of, I don't deserve to be loved, and then it's just going to dissolve after it realizes it's happy. Oh, like, squonk. The, the squonks, it just, it like, faded to just be the saddest character ever. The squonk is basically the flail snail. Yeah. <laughs> I recently learned but, that... But the, the flail snail got something going for it, though. It got those wacky eyes. Yeah, but it's, it's coveted... And then you, when you kill it... You get my joke, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Wacky eyes. Yeah. What? The flail it, snail. It hits you with its eyes. Mm-hmm. It has oh, spikes on it. wacky eyes. Ah-ha! I got it. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, no one caught it. I des- I felt it deserved to be no, pointed I, out. I got it. Okay. I, I very much got it, Alan. I see it. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to derail. Go ahead, keep going. I did want to no, derail, that's, but that's I didn't. It. I just wanted to tell you guys about the squonk and that it deserves <laughs> to be noticed. Squonk, squonk is just an awful name. I know. It's like, it's like what what sound does this pig look, looking creature make? Right. Now, if the squonk hears the podcast, it's just gonna immediately turn into tears every time. Oh no! Maybe no. it'll seek us out and be like, "You noticed me." No. Squonk, if you're listening, we love you. We've got a pretty nice backyard if you want to hang out. It's hot as balls, but I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, I'm pretty I don't sure know if the live. squonk would do well in heat. Yeah, also, if you want a new name, we'll totally name you something else. Yeah, mm. like name him Professor Squonk. Like you get a doctor. Professor Squonk. <laughs> Why does it still have to keep squonk in it? The, because it's proud of its heritage. How do you know? Ah, uh, you're right. Maybe, it might not be. That yeah. might be the name of its oppressor that its oppressors uh, gave to. We don't know. Yeah. Or it could have a really shitty like family name and his family disowned him or something and he doesn't want to keep that name. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> She's always like, I gotta come up with a name. And yeah. He came up with it too young before he really <laughs> realized, you know, maybe I should come up with a better name. Yeah, and you can't afford the four hundred dollars to change it again. Oh man. Like a like a four year old deciding to change their name to Princess Sparkles. Yeah. Mm. Yep, I, I, the naming conventions of different cultures are always uh, amazing to me, and I always wa- I always like to think about how, what our native names would be. Like, if you guys have to come up with, you know, how, like it's always like a more of a descriptor yeah. combined with like different features of animals and stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. like kicking bird, sitting horse. What would our Native American descriptor names be? I'd be Twiggy Tree. <laughs> Twiggy Tree. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that your name's still assigned to you at birth, so it's yeah. not based off. Oh, of, they like, wouldn't well, know that I'm Twiggy. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, you have uh, most Native Americans. So it differs by culture, but you ordinarily have an, your actual name, which you never tell anyone because if they know it, they have power over you. Mm-hmm. So you never tell anyone your name except your medicine, your your doctor, your medicine man, and your parents, and you, often your siblings don't even know. So that's the name you don't really tell anybody. And then you have your more familial name, which is more of a nickname. And then once you commit acts and people get to know you things, they rename you oh. and they give you a descriptor name. So it's like a title almost. Yeah, it's more akin to a title. Like my, uh, for example, my sister, her name, her, 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 her name is John Tai, which means John means is a shortened forms of a tsan, and then Tai is a short. Her, it's her shortened form of her name but it's also in Navajo when you translate it it kind of sounds like Yichai 
which means cry. Oh. So lady that cries a lot. That's Aww. that. That's her. That was her nickname. My my grandparents gave her because when she was a baby, she would she was very vocal. Hmm. Aww. So so now that she's an adult, we've shortened it, and now it's John Ty. So. Can you imagine like just calling someone <clears throat> something like that in English? Like, yeah, like cries can a you lot. Imagine, yeah, just like looking at someone hey, and be like, "Hey, bitch, who cries a lot? Come over here." <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I feel like mine would be like sits all day or something, right? <laughs> all day, yeah, sits all day or. A lot. <laughs> mm. I, I would probably be like something about yelling. Like yells a lot, <laughs> or, or like yells most. I think yells, yells most. most. Yeah. <laughs> what What would Albert be? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I'm trying. It would probably like translate something to like he with the big head. Yeah, Uh-oh. like about oh, that- bloating. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't mean like physically. I just mean like like yeah. a reference to you being mm. like being like, oh, I'm the best. <laughs> it, it would probably be something like proud animal, but something that's not oh. that doesn't that doesn't necessarily always proud. Like so proud like proud turtle. Yeah, it would be something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like proud turtle. Are turtles proud, but only sometimes? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Can I be screaming frog then? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> no, it would be like wailing frog or <laughs> one of those frogs that when it screams, you can hear it for literally miles. Oh god! Oh. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm trying. I was trying to think of a good one for Brandon. I feel like we should incorporate a cryptid in there. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's Twiggy Tree. That one's pretty. Um, yeah. I'd probably say like walking stick. Ooh. Walking stick, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Well, uh, I mean, we could just call you Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, one who is slender. Yeah. Hey yo, it's your boy, Young Slendy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, have have any of you actually seen that video? Like, it's your boy, Skinny Penis. The like TikTok. Yeah. Where the guy's like, "Hey yo, it's your boy," uh, and then he's just like Skinny Penis. Like he clearly like pauses for one reason or another i don't know if it's regret <laughs> oh all i want to do is blow up and act like i don't know nobody oh that's who i'm ah, thinking ah, of ah. right that guy's so funny <laughs> i God. i i i said that in front of i think like a raid team and of all people i think meadow laughed <laughs> it's like meadow who is i think the oldest person He's the oldest person in our raid team. Yeah. We don't know how old he is, but we know that he is the oldest. And, and he he got it, and I was like, "Wow, I think I've dated myself." <laughs> oh God! Speaking of like boomers, like finding tech stuff. <laughs> All so, right, you heard it here first. Uh, Beto, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> Albert just called you a boomer. Um, the uh, one of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of for X Wing finally started like a Discord channel, so I might be getting into my Facebook soon if it. If it sticks, uh, but uh, the point is, it's just like all these like older pe- dudes just being like, "How does Discord work? I don't know who anyone is because everyone's tags are different." And they had to like <laughs> ask everyone to change their nickname to their real name so they could identify each other. Oh, that's fun! And yeah. people were like asking how to do that, and I was just like, "Oh, this is adorable." <laughs> and they're growing up. Look at them! And, like, I'm just here, like the twenty-something who already did that when he first joined, and just being like, "This is, this is funny. <laughs> this is comical." Oh man! Ah, but uh, 
That is adorable. Mm-hmm. Like in a weird way. You know, you don't think of things like that as adorable, but like watching a like your grandmother try to figure out how something works mm-hmm. is like honestly really wholesome. Yeah. I, I feel like that might be something that a lot of the older generation doesn't realize now that I think about it. Because I feel like our generation, we kind of like laugh at things that we think are cute. Yeah. We're just like, oh, but, like we have like the kind of like giggle I mean, to but it. There's also like a sense of pride, right? It's yeah. the same thing when you're a kid. You don't really want your parents calling you cute because it's, it's demeaning in some way, even though that's not what they intend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my point is more like, like sometimes when my mom asks me a very specific, like a specific sort of sorts of questions, I'll kind of like giggle a little bit, not because I'm laughing at her, like asking it, but I, but like, it's like a happy laugh of like, oh, she trusts me enough and she's trying to learn how to do this. Mm. Yeah. And I think oh, I think that might be something that's more specific to our generation and that older generations don't realize that if we're laughing, it doesn't mean we're laughing at them. It's a thing that we do because we're happy. Yeah. And now that I think about it, like a lot of our generation doesn't really laugh at people. They more laugh about situations more than anything. Yeah. 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 Man, all those like anti-bullying campaigns, as corny as they were, they kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why they're still around. It's just like, Are yeah, they? You know, they, they were. I feel like they adapted and they became better. Brandon's the teacher; he would know best. Yeah, he would know don't, best. Oh, there's still bully. don't do drugs campaigns. No, that actually backfired terribly. I, I feel like it did. I haven't seen a. Uh, I haven't seen any like dare flyers on my mm-hmm. campus. Um, yeah, that that, that are demonstrably bad reputation if i recall correctly we're gonna tell you not to do drugs by telling you about drugs <laughs> oh wait they're doing the drugs we told them about it was just super corny i remember watching that stuff and I, even as a even as like a kindergartner i'm like this is lame it's like the the girls like deflated on the couch it's like this is what happens when you smoke it's like what <laughs> it was so like outlandish and ridiculous that it was just like yeah it's like i want to see if i can deflate <sighs> It's like, it's, it's like to some point they like children associate that with like the fantastical and fake. So yeah. then they're like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what still exists? There's still like the anti-smoking campaigns. Yeah, those, are, oh, yeah, those, those are on like on like YouTube. I don't think they're effective. Oh really? Well, the the ones where they have the the person who's been smoking for like seventy years and they have the stone. Those on. ones are effective. Yeah, like okay, the, those the, are the ones that I thought you were talking. I about. think truth. The there's like a whole thing about like it's called truth and it's the yeah. that one. The, their their ads are like eerie and genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why I don't like them. That's because uh. it makes me viscerally uncomfortable to see some of these things. Hmm. So not all, like yeah, it's effective, but it. But is it worth the cost? That's, oh. Well, to me, it's almost like saying, like, it's an anti-violence ad that says don't stab people after showing you, like, watching you, like, actual footage of someone stabbing someone and, like, seeing them bleed out. Oh, you know, it like, it's a fear tactic. So, yeah, it's effective. But on the other hand, like, is it worth the trauma? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them are pretty artistic in that they don't really get to the meat of it very yeah. quickly. The, it's more like uh, avant-garde in terms of representation. Like, there was one where, like, it had just, like, people laying down on the road. And it just had, like, the the raw numbers of how many people die. And they had, like, a New York street just cordoned off. And it was just people laying in neat stacks Ugh. all oh. the way down, like, one of the... 
Yeah, you grand. see what I mean? But like, it, it, it's more like avant-garde. Like, these people were still awake. It's, it's abstract. Yeah, right? you're not seeing like mm-hmm. people. Yeah, actually so, suffer. Yeah, I, I do. I remember a few of those where it was very artistic. Now, on the other hand, we're talking about how effective it may or may not be. We're not the target audience. How effective yeah. is it for the people that are actually doing it? Things like like my younger mm-hmm. sisters, mm-hmm. like any of us, if we have like younger, like teenagers, mm. how effective is it for teenagers? Because I feel like a lot of them, or even like early college age kids, look at it and go, well, that's dumb. It's not going to happen to me. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in line here. I I was that person because <laughs> I saw those ads in high school and I continued to smoke until like uh, I was a sophomore in college. It was the time a few. Was, it was several years. Yeah, ago it now, was yeah. like it, it was like the middle of sophomore year. I started quitting. Yeah, it didn't work on me. Yeah, it's it was like, a good ad, but it was it wouldn't work on me. Good art piece, but yeah, don't smoke, kids. I don't think we have any kids who listen to the podcast. I no. I should hope not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Th- this episode's yeah. relatively tame because it's like it's just we talked about Disneyland. Oh, I can fix that real <laughs> fast. Squonk, uh, and and native names, but I think this is the most tame of any of our podcasts. Yeah, it's better than like Cars, Shibari, uh, Hot Jar Jar Binks. All right, we have to talk about something lewd. Now. Yeah, we're gonna talk All about right. something lewd. Brandon's opened the lewd box. All right, okay. What's in there? Let's see what's in here. I feel like it's gotta come up naturally. Like a random boner. Or a random chrome dildo. None of us have one of those, right? No. 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 If, if it does, it's it it was probably purchased specifically to leave around the yeah. house. I, I think it, I think if if it were, it would have to be a comically large dildo. <laughs> oh, it's one of those ones where it's just like and stick it to like the roof. You'd want one of the suction cup ones. And see how long it takes for someone oh. to notice. This is this is more of a gag than anything. Don't do this, but Achievement Hunter will sometimes receive like dildos in the mail, uh-huh. and they think it's hilarious. At one point, do we have just a tro- or do they have a trophy wall? Rather, they they did. They stuck it to their whiteboard. They had to blur it in most of their videos. <laughs> but at, at what point do they have so many that they have it like a like in like a you know like a guy? Oh, like a whole hunting. Wall? Yeah, it helps uh, trophies of like heads oh and stuff mounted. God. These are different they, kinds they of need heads. To, they need to put it in their business office and have it like a hallway. Just oh, it's like, a little... <laughs> like, run like, the, hallway like the hand <laughs> hallway in the labyrinth, except penises. <laughs> it's like a it's like a car wash where you run through and it just kind of like they keep slapping you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I just imagining like you you have like a a. a we uh obstacle course. It's like this narrow hallway. You just have to <laughs> power through, <laughs> just like these two walls. The hall. And then you're like, oh, you're, like you're running through, and it's like it's fine, it's fine. And then oh no, we're hitting the vibrators. Oh. <laughs> like the the length gets longer as you go down. Yeah. Oh. So like, like suddenly you're dealing with the ones that are like like clearly not actually intended for anyone to use that are like two feet long and somebody like they they snap like a branch to like bend forward and then their momentum swings back and they hit you like a fucking baseball bat. And then, when we talked about starting a circus, <laughs> this is going to be in our fun house. It's going <laughs> to by the end of it, you're just having to crawl through the vibrators like oscillation is what's moving you through. <laughs> No, oh, this sounds this sounds comical, but at the same time, I feel I feel like there's ways to make it funnier, and that we make them wear like a zoot suit with with lube, and then they can oh, kind of just shove them down a slide. So it's yeah. like a oh yeah, oh my make god, it a just make it a dildo slide. Yeah, make oh. it a slight incline. Just make it a slide. 
Like, you don't have them crawl through. You just have them go down the dildo slide. <laughs> it's like a spiral slide, but interesting. <laughs> the, 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 I mean, if it's a spiral slide, it's kind of shaped like a duck's penis. Uh, uh, ooh. Yeah. No. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. It's like... It's like what the, it's like the giant dinosaur statue in like Palm Springs that you can go in because it's got a gift shop. If you've ever played Fallout New Vegas, it, there's a cameo for this where you can just walk into the the dinosaur. Um, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but instead of a dinosaur, it's a big duck, and then it's got a slide coming out of it. <laughs> you know, you like the whole slide thing does open this whole thing up and i'm feeling some sort of natural history museum or some sort of biological exhibit could open up where you where you yourself are a sperm and you're like let's go on an adventure oh god i'm willing to bet that already exists yeah and i i want to see i want to have this experience I, now i saw uh when i was in high school they they showed us this like sex ed video where they were explaining like the journey of the sperm <laughs> and and they I shit you not they hired like four hundred people and if they didn't hire they CGI'd four hundred people <laughs> all wearing all white and had them all just do this marathon down this like narrow like actual valley and they're like run and then they all just start running go, go. this was actually in the video this is in the video <laughs> that's awful it was a little like weird because it's like yeah each one of these sperms could be a person wait i forget is brandon the only one who had sex ed or did you also have sex ed alan i had a class that was optional in high school i just watched a video in anatomy and then there was one class that one mandatory thing that we went to and then immediately we had uh, teach, uh, parents call in and then we got it stopped but it was like one thing that we went to for like a 20 minute video and that was it that was just like this is a penis this is a no-no square there you go 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 back to your go back to your classes six-year-olds oh you know what we did have that one seminar where they invite they had a group who specifically traveled to different schools to teach about sex ed and they had a giant banana like Ooh. Giant, like you can't see me holding like comically it, but, large like comically large and then I had a comically large condom to demonstrate how to put on the condom. <laughs> Comic. It was pretty cool. And then Can they gave you out free wallets. climb inside that condom? I, I want to climb inside that comically large condom. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Holy shit. <laughs> I remember I used the free wallet that they, like a lot of my friends used the free wallet that they gave us for like a year. It was pretty good. <laughs> they were like, oh, I remember that seminar. What What did the wallet look like? It just had, um. Did it have a special pocket for condoms? No. No, it Damn had a lot it. of pockets, so I'm assuming you could like put po- like condoms in it, and that's maybe what it was attended for. But no, it had like a bunch of like it had like people on it, like artistically drawn. Um, you know the the like take on me yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're like oh, sketched the sketch out. Too. It was kind of sketched, but in different colors. Okay, oh, that's a pretty good looking wallet. It was pretty good. Which I do. Is why a lot I of do feel it. like they missed an opportunity to have a special condom pouch. Uh, yeah. technically you're not supposed to keep, uh, condoms in wallets because yeah. the friction from moving it around can mm. actually damage the condom. Unless itself. you design a pouch for it. Okay. Maybe there's a way, a specific condom pouch that you can make that'll do it. Right? I mean, yeah. s- still you only have about like a week to use that condom before I, I'm assuming like the, the higher heat of your thigh maybe makes the loop dry up or something. I don't know. I feel like taking it outside is just like... This is clearly the words of someone who has no idea how condoms science. Yeah. Science, science by Brandon. I mean, there's An a reason why condoms teacher. expire. But... Yes, but they don't expire after a week. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't <laughs> carry around a, a con, a, like a condom in my wallet expecting yeah, oh, today. Knows. Is that today. You have unsafe sex, Brandon? Everyone knows that Brandon. Mean, not that a, means not that I don't go out to 
in and out and assume, okay, I'm getting laid in the in and out. I'm gonna get laid at this in and out, guys. Better I, bring my condom. Whenever I go outside, why else would it be it called in and out? Ah, yeah. Going to the grocery store, I'm going to bring this condom just in case. Just in just case. In case. It, you wear it around your neck like a dog tag. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, newest newest fashion. Holy shit. Condom earrings. Oh, my God. I, hold on. I'm going to look this up. I, I be, I'm betting all of you guys right now that I'm going to be able to look up condom earrings on Etsy. And there's oh, going yeah. to be someone who has cast a condom, like a closed one, yeah. in resin. And hung it as an earring. I'm betting there's someone who has like opened one up and filled it with resin. I'm willing to bet both of them. I also want now that I think about it, I do want to look up on Etsy to see if to, to see if there is the comically large condom that Brandon was talking about because I still oh. do want to get inside one of those. I don't know what part of me is is, is wanting this. Just but a it's, whole leg. But it's a no, like just, just kind of like in like a kangaroo pouch, just kind of go in head oh. first and. Ugh. This is my sleeping bag. It's waterproof. <laughs> Alan, I think that's how people choke on plastic bags. Yeah, that's probably that. Well, that's why he doesn't like put it over his head. I'm not gonna do it. Well, I, I said I crawling did, head I first did, like I a kangaroo did, pouch. I was assuming there's enough room to maneuver so my head's out once I get in. But my point is, I wouldn't do it unsupervised. We'll, obviously, yeah, we'll keep like a pair of scissors nearby to like cut yeah, you out. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll have Brandon there be my safety person. <laughs> I'm your lifeguard for the condom diving. Brandon, please be my lifeguard for the condom. <laughs> please be my condom lifeguard. <laughs> it's like the the comic the the this this the porn skit where the the lady walks up and is like, "Hey, I don't see a lifeguard around. I should I should." It's like it's not a pool, it's a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, it's condom diving. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I feel like we've accomplished making this officially not safe for children. Yeah, so we did a good job, Albert. Thank you. We've done it. We've done Don, it. You got you got something. Oh, that's a face. You look a little concerned. Oh, Don's going down an Etsy rabbit hole. Everyone, Harry, quickly pull her back. I'm not on Etsy. Oh, I'm looking at designer earrings that are bedazzled and are also condoms. Ooh, by Moschino. Wait, are you talking about they're actually like usable? Go- I don't know. They're gold. Uh-huh. They look like they have a condom in them, but they might just be cast such that they look like they do. Hmm. They're gold and they have gemstones all over them. You can buy them at H&M? For what? how much? If it's H&M, it must be pretty cheap. Yeah. I'm seeing $150. That's still pretty expensive. But that's, I well, I think this might be old because they were limited ed- uh, edition. Oh, okay. that's It's still like, really? This actually kind of heads up for H&M, I guess. Yo, H&M representatives, if you want to get on sponsoring this episode, hit me up. They are gold. Oh. What the fuck? Yeah, they brought out a whole... This was two years ago. It was a whole just chain. Like, it was a whole series of condom accessories. It's their new safe sex including line. Including earring. Or, like, <laughs> including necklaces. Huh. Are they selling also usable condoms as part of their sets? Or... A chainmail t-shirt made out of these gold, gold now, condoms? Now, I'm just wondering, like, is it a fashion line that's designed to accentuate a type of condom or because like what type of jewelry are you because like, i feel like there's some sort of like chest jewelry that you could wear that would accent and point to the condom and like you know 
Do they have condom cufflinks? Are these Ooh, condoms of yeah, different con- sizes? Do they have magnum dong condoms? Or? I'm, I'm still, I'm oh, still okay. looking. Sorry, I'm still I have doing so many questions for this. I, I, just... I like Albert's idea. You could get, uh, you you could get like interchangeable bejeweled cufflinks for them. Mm. So then you could like always get it like you know ribbed for 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 business or pleasure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Depending on how you're feeling. Yeah, so it's a it's a Wednesday. I always wear the ribbed ones. A, a special tie with a Windsor knot that goes on the condom. That's There's my Tuesday outfit. <laughs> necklaces. There's a bag. There's okay. also a shirt that has a hyper realistic picture of a condom on it, and it says "ready to wear" across it. What the fuck? Is it ready to wear, or is that just no? Sloganing? It's a shirt. Well, oh. well they're, they're clearly wearing it. If they're yeah, it, 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 the shirt does not lie. The shirt is ready to wear. <laughs> this is so fucking weird. You know Why what? Did you think this was a good idea? I'd like to believe on the back of the, that ne- ready to wear shirt. It says, "But never tear." <laughs> Anyways, I think we might be at the end. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I just wanted everyone to know that I started looking up comically large condoms, and um, I was not disappointed by these <laughs> by these search results. Uh, but that's for another time. Uh, we've uh, we're here at the end, friends. Thank you for listening to our stupid, stupid podcast. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we're your blanket term. If you want to check out our stuff, we're on you, we're on the internet. You can look us up on our website at blanket term dot com, and then you can come follow us on Twitch. We do Twitch stuff. We do mainly board games, and we do D and D right now. If you're watching this in the future, then we also have a YouTube where you can find all of the replays of our Twitch stuff. Uh, over there, uh, just look up blanket term uh, where we use the big BT logo. But if you don't want to hang out with us, then I'm pretty sure Brandon has some unique ways to get a hold of us otherwise. If you are a fan of the non-online uh, methods of contact or just don't understand how to change your nickname on Discord, uh, in honor of our hopefully soon-to-be friend Squonk, uh, you can get in contact with us by crying whatever message you want to get towards us uh, with your own tears into the ground and using your tears as kind of like an ink. And uh, eventually it'll evaporate into become a cloud and hopefully hover above Arizona where we can read your cloud tear message. <laughs> That's so sad though. <laughs> <Squonk>. <laughs> Bye. 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 lifeguard for the condom diving.